You're listening to a podcast from Catalyst Vineyard Church, Aberdeen. You can find out more about our church, as well as more talks on our website, catalyst.vin. Well, a very warm welcome to you this morning. My name's Libby. I'm the online pastor. And this morning, we are going to be doing just something a little bit different Across the sites today, we are sharing um, what the site pastors are sensing, what God is doing in our midst, and what that looks like for our year ahead. Now, Chuck, our lead pastor, will be bringing a wider vision for the church in a couple of weeks' time. But this morning, we're going to be looking at a little bit more nuanced as to what that looks like for online. Over the last year, we have recognized patterns of how online church is landing both in Sundays and throughout the week. We have increasingly seen that we are reaching people who without our church having an online presence, their ability to be able to engage with Sunday church and a community of fellow believers would be drastically reduced. We have seen how it has enabled people to find connection and to be connected to and on the same journey as our church, despite their circumstances or even their location. Every year, more and more people are engaging with each other through online means. I think we can all recognise that. COVID sped up that process exponentially and skyrocketed us on a trajectory that we're kind of already on Therefore, we're seeing, you know, more and more people work in hybrid setups, travel less because of online platforms that they can work from, lots more people working from home, NHS services being online. The list goes on and on. More and more of the next generation are also using social media and online as their primary means for connection and communication. And so I firmly believe that it's crucial for the church to communicate into that space and to continue doing so, to be present and engaging in a space that so many of us already inhabit and are increasingly doing so. So not only are we seeing more and more people inhabiting the space online, we're also seeing more and more people searching for um, spirituality, asking questions of faith in that online space as well. People are asking questions and are trying to make sense of life. And people are searching for things like, who am I? Why am I different? What is my purpose? How do I find adventure? How do I navigate loneliness, relationships, anxiety, shame, addiction, grief? people are asking those questions into the online space and as people who have experienced the transformative love of Jesus we want to be messengers of life into those questions we want to be primed and placed into those places where we can speak who Jesus is to those answers uh, to those questions that people have We recognize that with more people inhabiting the online space across the generations and with more people asking questions of faith, coupled with many people finding it hard to access church due to their life circumstances, we at Catalyst Vineyard Church are primed to be able to respond. So what does this year hold for us online? Well, let me start by reading a story from Mark's Gospel in chapter 2. It says this, a few days later, when Jesus um, again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. 
Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by the four of them. Since they could not get to him, to Jesus, because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and lowering the man on a mat that he was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. Now, some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, why does this fellow talk like that? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit that this is what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say this, paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, go, get up, take your mat and walk. But I want you to know that the son of man has an authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, take, get up, take your mat and go home. He got up, took his mat and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone and they praised God saying, we have never seen anything like this. Amen. What we see here is that the name of Jesus had produced so much faith in this community that a group of friends are willing to do anything that they can to be able to get their paralyzed friends into close proximity of the man who can heal. They are willing to get creative and bypass the norm of waiting in line and potentially missing out on seeing Jesus. And there is something about their determination and a creativity that really spoke to me in the context of online. Now, whilst this story isn't set in a temple, the context is making a way for someone who couldn't otherwise get to Jesus through any means possible. For many people in our communities, they find themselves on the outside of church with no clear way in. For some, it's location and isolation. For others, it's maybe physical and mental health. For other individuals, it might be neurodivergence, which prevents them from feeling able to integrate and be part of a typical church community. For others, it may be because they are in care or they themselves are caring for others and are limited in their ability to engage in regular church attendance. And for others, it could just be a particular season of life or work. Now, whilst each of those circumstances aren't just about physical ailment like the man in the story, I think they highlight a reality that many face that being able to be part of a regular in-person church setting is incredibly difficult and requires a bit of creativity and community effort to help get them there. Before I was a pastor uh, of online, uh, pre-COVID times, I was a pastor of in-person services. And when people were ill or they found getting to church incredibly difficult for whatever reason that that may be, not utilizing the technology that we're so used to now meant that those individuals often experienced a disconnect from the journey that the rest of the church was on and the community that serving and connect groups offered. And the beauty that has come out of our COVID experience and seeing the way in which a creative approach to getting church to people week in and week out and community into their living room without them having to move an inch, that beauty is not lost on me. Have a listen to some of the people that regularly watch online and are part of our weekly online community. This is what they have to say about it. Someone says, please mention that for folk with long-term illness or disability like me, online church is brilliant. We can relax, worship, and be with God. 
online church reaches out to the whole world. It's exciting. We never know who is going to join us next. I love that. I love that heart for it not just staying within the current online community, but it reaching out to more people. Someone else said this, I have a chronic illness which makes life really unpredictable and it's not always easy to get out of the house. Having an online site means I'm still able to access church and connect group on a regular basis. And when I've been at my most unwell, it was the only thing I had to look forward to each week. In a season which could otherwise be incredibly isolating, it is so lovely to have an online church family pray and journey through life together with. I just wanted to, and somebody else said this, I just wanted to say that when my dad died, I was looking for a space to talk. The hybrid bereavement group allowed me to share my experience with people who had also experienced loss. And I was further supported on my grief journey by the online connect group. Setting aside an hour a week to be with people prepared to pray and support me has given me breathing space in what could have been a lonely time. This matters. Online church matters. It means so much to the people who are watching this every week who are part of our online community. It is an absolute honour and a privilege to be able to bring that to people. By having Catalyst Live each week and by having a weekly connect group and a WhatsApp space for our online community, and this is just the beginning, you know, we have created a hole in the roof and made space for people to encounter Jesus together. Now, just one of those stories would be worth it for me. And I would love to see the whole roof come off. How incredible would it be to stand here in a year's time and have story after story after story of individuals saying that I thought I couldn't access church because of my life circumstances, but Catalyst Vineyard Church helped pick my mat, pick up my mat and carried me to Jesus. How incredible would it be that people in places of loneliness and desperation, lacking in hope and a way forward, would be carried into a place of freedom and hope and salvation that would change their lives. Let's not forget that this man in the story that was lowered was first forgiven of his sins and then before any healing took place. We want to see areas of our community who don't know Jesus know the transformative power of God's love and his grace in their lives. And we want to be like those men who creatively pursue Jesus in order that we can get our friend into the presence of Jesus. So what does that look like? I think it starts with a posture of pursuit, a determination that I am firstly going to pursue Jesus despite my circumstances and secondly pursue his ways, which is to be discipled, to disciple others and to partner in building his kingdom. One of the things that I find incredibly powerful about our online community is that in the face of so much hardship and really difficult circumstances, each individual pursues Jesus in the face of that. There is an acknowledgement amongst us all that we don't have all the answers and often there isn't an easy response to what we're facing. But there is always Jesus and he is what we need. There is a pursuit of him that is incredibly powerful and which strengthens um, each individual for the next step ahead. Honestly, every time I come into the online community space that we have each week, I come away just humbled and encouraged and blown away by a determination to pursue Jesus despite it all. 
When we pursue Jesus, we lay ourselves at his feet and we pour out our offering to him, no matter how big or how small that feels. And as we do that, we receive what we need and his presence and his perspective as we navigate what we face. And as we do that, we also pursue his ways. We allow the transformation in our own lives and we look uh, to his ways of doing that in others. Our sense of urgency increases as we want to see others experience the very transformation that we too are experiencing. Now you may be thinking um, whilst you're watching, that sounds good, but how do I do that? Like what are the tangibles? How do we go from a place of this is what we want to see happen to actually happening? Well, my first call is to pray. When we pray, we align our ways with God's ways. We submit to his promptings and we hear his voice. And if you are part of our online community, I'm asking that you would commit to praying and asking God, what is it that is my part to play in this? But also, would your kingdom come? Would your will be done on earth as it is in heaven? That we would be praying that God would move in this space, that we would see more and more people's lives transformed and find community, the very community that we have found in the online community, that we would see others find that too. And it starts with praying. Praying is not a passive part to play by any means. This is the foundation and the front line in any ministry. When we pray, we contend for and we align ourselves to the will of God. And when we pray, we do see things shift and things move. Recently, I just asked a a team of people to be praying for a ministry that I'm involved in. And no physical action took place. But the things that we'd been needing movement in began to move and shift without even lifting a finger. And that is just through prayer. If we want to see more people find Jesus, more people lifted into the presence of Jesus, we need to start on our knees and petition God to make a way. So my first call is to pray. My second call is to share. The beauty of online is that the invitation becomes a little easier. Many people have commented on how they have found sending a link to a service or sharing a social media post has helped them share their faith without feeling so intimidated. We are wanting to create content that is filled with hope and life and a message of Jesus, which is easily shared into the online space. You know, just um, recently, you know, with Christmas just behind us, We saw afresh the power of people sharing with friends and family in the online space just by simply sharing a YouTube link. You know, over a thousand people watched it, um, just, you know, 20 minutes of our Christmas special, over a thousand people engaged with that. On Instagram, over 8,000 people engaged with that simply because people shared it in their stories or sent it on WhatsApp to people. We heard of amazing stories of people just sending it to friends, neighbors, colleagues, families. We heard of whole um, families sitting down together to watch it. We've heard of great follow-up conversations of families and friends asking questions off the back of it because it sparked curiosity and they really loved watching it and all of that happened simply by pressing a button to share online is a really unique space in that sense and we have an incredible opportunity to share life and hope and Jesus with as many people as possible simply by sharing a link and so just 
when you're listening to online services, when you're watching what we're putting out on social media and in any other form, then please be thinking intentionally, who can I be sharing that with? Who needs to hear that particular message in this season of life? Let's think about how we can share. And thirdly, my call is to pursue our part. Each of us occupy spaces that only we can speak into. Each of us are carrying giftings and talents and relationships that only we have. And in the puzzle of online, we are a piece that when we put it together, is the bigger picture of online. My encouragement to you is to ask God, what is my part to play and how do I do that? Perhaps it's building a link with a local care home and uh, sharing online service with those who maybe want to access church but maybe can't actually physically get out to do that. Perhaps it's connecting with your local council to see other people in our community who are feeling isolated and are housebound and what are the needs and how can we help facilitate some of that. Perhaps it's serving in our hybrid courses um, uh, for people who want to access things like the bereavement course um, or uh, parenting courses. And there's, I mean, there's a whole host of courses that we run online. And perhaps you yourself can't get to those in-person things, but you would want to help facilitate them. There is a place for you to do that. Perhaps it's running an online alpha. We had uh, an online community, uh, a group of people run an online alpha about six months ago. And, you know, not being able to meet in person didn't stop them from spreading the good news of Jesus. Perhaps it's interceding in prayer or honing your prophetic gifting so that we can share a fresh revelation of what God is doing. When we've shared prophetic words um, on Catalyst Live, we've had so many encouraging stories of how people have been watching and thinking, oh gosh, God is speaking directly to me through that person. You know, there are so many creative ways that we can kind of lower the mat for people to meet Jesus. And perhaps that's a way for you to be doing that. There are so many possibilities. The key is seeking where God is leading and partnering with that. My encouragement is then to reach out to me. You know, let's explore what God is prompting and leading you in. The reality is that none of us can do this on our own. The man wasn't lowered down on his own, but a team of friends made it happen. And if you are part of our online community, then we are going to be creating spaces in our weekly hangouts to pursue this further together. And if you're watching and you're not part of that and you would like to be part of that, it is never too late to join. You would be so, so welcome. Tuesday evenings, 7.30 p.m. on Zoom. Get in touch with me. All the links are in the description box. I'd love to help you get part of that online community. And if you are just exploring faith and you've stumbled upon this um, and you're watching this, then please, again, get in touch with me and we can help, you know, begin to figure out what those next steps are for you. We have been given a gift in our online presence and our online community. And we want to steward it and see it grow this year and reach many people who have either counted themselves out of church because of their circumstances or have yet to even explore Jesus because of their circumstances. When people are searching for Jesus, we want to be ready to introduce them to him, even if it means ripping the roof off to do so.